Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. Just a little blink 182 for your listening pleasure over there, Wolf. Get fired up for hour number two of the show. Is it working? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe this will work then. Okay. John Bloom is joining us on the Arizona Sports Bloomer! Human spark plug, especially this time of year when it comes to uh, Suns playoff basketball. Bloomer, what's going on? What's up, fellas? Uh, good to be with you. I will uh, do my best to uh, provide a spark, uh, but you guys do that yourselves. Don't sell yourselves short. You guys are spark plugs. <laughs> Appreciate that, Johnny. I don't even know that we you need a spark this week with the play play in games tonight. The playoffs starting up this weekend. Let's just start with the matchup that is in front of the Suns now, Bloomer. The L.A. Clippers. I think a lot of people went into the weekend saying, okay, if it's the Clippers or the Lakers or the Warriors, maybe the Clippers are the easiest matchup. Easy easiest being in quotes but the Clippers do some things well too so where are you at on this yeah they do uh some things well and they have uh, a coach who arguably is uh known as the best adjustment coach in in the game you know and a guy that that has been lauded and applauded for years at doing just that making adjustments which when you get to a playoff series that's when that can really play a role right i mean it's one thing to make an adjustment in game which Ty Lue is very talented as in as well uh, in a regular season to maybe win a game like that but uh, when you play best to seven that's where that comes in handy and and you know in a just in, in addition to the fact that you've got the the coach at the top he also has a lot of weapons uh, at his disposal and i think throughout this season they've been trying to figure out what the best recipe is with with all the guys they have there uh, and they've had guys in and out does that sound familiar to you guys <laughs> just a little bit yeah johnny it does um what player do you think is is going to be important in regard to, okay, we all know that Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, they're going to be important. But other than those two guys right there, what player are you focused on with this matchup with the Clippers for the Suns? I got to go with the guy that I think uh, a lot of people are, are going to guess I'd go with before I even answer it. You know, five years ago, I was just thinking about this earlier this morning. Five years ago, the Phoenix Suns had the worst record in the NBA. It was such a brutal season. I just remember bits and pieces of it because I think I've put a lot of the stuff in a compartment in the back of my brain to not think about it. But there are bits and pieces that stand out. And what that led to was the number one overall pick. I can remember that day very well, you know, when they got that first pick, when the lottery happened and we knew that the Suns were going to pick number one. Then all that transpired between the next couple months before the draft and the whole Team Aiton and Team Luca and all that stuff that we had back and forth uh, led to that. And now here we are. Uh, and, and I know that there's a lot of people that have broken down what D.A. has done from a number standpoint and all that stuff. But if you look at what DeAndre Ayton did in his playoff performances and my expectation for what he can do in this next playoff performance, that's where I'm most tantalized right now, guys, mm-hmm. because I feel like he is, you know, he has scratched the surface of what his abilities are. And when we really see what a difference he can make because of his size, his gravity to the rim, his communication and anchoring on defense and all the different things that we've seen him kind of, you know, do in bits and pieces and maybe not as consistent as some folks out there wish. 
I think this is his time. And it, it isn't just about the Clippers series either. It's about whatever this team's going to accomplish uh, in this postseason run. Now, I'm not going to heap all the pressure that I've been trying to remove from DeAndre Ayton since he was the number one pick because I realize just how unrealistic a lot of people's expectations are for a person uh, when they're 18, 19 years old and they're picked number one overall. It just is. That's a tradition that we all kind of keep going. Uh, but for DA's standpoint, I really think it's right in his fingertips right here because he's not the number one option. He's not the two option. And in some cases, he's not even in a three. Try to find me a number four that can match up up with DeAndre Ayton right now. So, Johnny, how, how do you think the Clippers are going to try to come in and play against the Suns? What do you expect? Same thing you guys do, physicality. Yeah. I think that's uh, the recipe to try to beat this bunch. And uh, I don't know that it's necessarily uh, wrong to try to get physical with them, and especially when you understand that the playoffs are a different beast than the regular season and the whistles are, are used differently uh, and all that stuff considered. I think this, the, the Clippers, uh, one of their best uh, strengths is their strength, their fortitude, their size, all that stuff. And I think they're going to try to, uh, you know, enforce their will and their style on the Suns. I do think the Suns are going to be the better of the two basketball teams, and especially when you remove Paul George from the equation. I mean, that's that's a big part of this, guys. I mean, is Paul George available to play at some point during this ser- series? I don't know. But what I'm being told now is he's not going to start the series, and that's a big big deal for the Clippers. Talking to John Bloom, uh, Bloomer, one of the interesting developments towards the end of the season Chris Paul, and we had this conversation a lot of who's going to benefit the most from the addition of Kevin Durant, and the answer might really be Chris Paul. I don't know about you. I left the end of Game 7 last year thinking they can't they can't go into the playoffs needing Chris Paul to be a scorer, and I still feel that way, but but now they don't need him to be, and, and now he might be in a better position to be a scorer anyway. It comes full circle, doesn't it, Luke? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, Chris has had a lot of fun with us throughout the year about his scoring, his shooting, and stuff like that off the air, on the air. Uh, and, and I think that his confidence is absolutely unwavering. I think he's always known he could score the ball and put the ball in the basket. That's what he has, uh, you know, probably done more than anything, although he's he's more known for, for running the show and being that, you know, maestro or that point guard is, is uh, you know, he's one of the greatest to do that. So I think that it gets overlooked his, his offensive abilities, and I, at the same time, I agree with you that you don't want to put the pressure on him to be a number one or number two option, but that's what we're clearly showing here, is you've got Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Those are your number one and number two options. One and one A, one A, one B, whatever you want to call them, right? Kevin and Devin. That's what it is. So after that, Chris Paul, DeAndre, and everybody else that's going to get an opportunity to contribute is uh, is going to get their moments to be called on because there are going to be times where they're blitzing those guys, where they're trying to just keep the ball out of those guys' hands, and the other guys are going to need to step up. And I've got faith in Chris. I know there's a lot of people out there that, that just kind of want to you know list the times where he hasn't closed the deal in the playoffs, but just find me a guy who's closed the deal more often when he's been given the opportunity, when he's been healthy and able to play, and. Uh, I can't wait to see him do it again in the playoffs. John Bloom, we appreciate the time. It's an exciting time of year, man. All right, looking forward to it. I can't believe we still have several days to wait, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what the play-ins provide these next couple days. Yeah, good stuff. Maybe we'll call you four more times. Thanks, Bloomer. (laughs) All right, see you guys. Okay, man.